This is Hash It Out, presented by Hash Sports. Let's go. What's up, fellas? Welcome back to another episode of Hash It Out, presented by Hash Sports. Uh, happy belated Thanksgiving to all of our loyal listeners out there. I uh, hope all of you are recovering from eating and drinking way too much yesterday, uh, like myself and probably Zulo. Uh, today, we have a very special show for you guys. Uh, we are joined by Kansas City Chiefs kicker Cairo Santos. Uh, Cairo, thanks for coming on the show. How are we doing? Doing well. Thanks for having me, guys. It's a pleasure. Absolutely, absolutely. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? I did. Yeah, it's you know, it's always it's a holiday that I majority of my life I didn't um been in in Brazil, so ever since I've been here, which is 10 years now, uh definitely my favorite holiday with with, with the food and just you know being around uh people that that you love and, and um you know, just having a good time, so um had a great one this year. Awesome, awesome. So you are the first Brazilian-born player in NFL history. Um, are you like a superstar back in your home country? Do you see like a lot of people rocking Cairo jerseys around Brazil? <laughs> yeah, definitely get uh, more attention there than I do here in the States. Uh, more people recognize me, you know, out in the streets and, uh, you know, restaurants or whatever. And, and you know, they. it's crazy that, there's a, a lot of you know New England fans, uh, uh, or Patriots fans, the Packers, uh, the Cowboys. You know the the kind of the big market teams. Uh, so not a lot of Chiefs fans out there. But when uh, you know when I'm on the field, they, it's like Brazil. You know they they they're rooting for me. Uh, so sometimes I feel like I'm I'm bigger than Tom Brady down there just because uh, <laughs> I get so much love. Whoa 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 whoa. I'm, I'm sure about Zula will uh, debate that. He's a big Pats fan. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Cairo, Zula here. What's going on, brother? Good, good. Quick little, uh, so you went to high school in Florida, right? Yeah, I did. St. Augustine, Florida. Let me get a little name drop. Does the name Dan Giordano mean anything to you? <laughs> yeah. Um, he was uh, my quarterback uh, when I first started playing football, and he was actually out here. For my birthday, and we played the Jaguars. Uh, we a bunch of friends that had about fifteen friends from um, from from. Well, Dan went to high school in St. Augustine, but now he lives up in Boston. How you know Dan? You know Dan's my boy. So oh, man, he's awesome. So Dan, he's he went to Wesleyan. And yeah. My best friend, my best friend Pete Taylor, is his best friend in college. So we we go on ski trips together and all this shit. And I was telling. I was telling P, I said, hey, we got a, we're doing a podcast with Cairo Santos. And he's like, dude, you know Dan is, like, best friends with him? And I was like, what? <laughs> he's like, dude, yeah, he was, like, on the sidelines two weeks ago at the game. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, he was here. Um, it was uh, his sister's birthday, and, and we're all good friends in, um, in high school. And so we kind of decided to all get together since we're playing Jacksonville here at home in Kansas City. So... 15 of us, you know, got in the house together and had a good time. So Dan is always a life of a party. Dude, how, what a small world. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. 
So you grew up in Brazil, and uh, you know when you moved to Florida as a foreign exchange student, you really didn't even know what the game of football was, right? Or at least American football. No, like I knew that it existed, and it was like the most popular sport in the United States, but didn't know any rules, didn't know any teams really. Like just wasn't really interested. You know, never imagined I had have the body to play the sport um so once i learned i got to the states and start i was playing soccer uh just really involved you know that's what i wanted to do all, all i wanted to do here in the states just play soccer and but our, our high school team um didn't have a kicker uh so they just had like a, a receiver do it uh so they my buddies convinced me to try out and I was like, no, I don't, can't get hurt for soccer. No, like the kicker, you just get on the field, kick the ball, and get out. You don't even touch anybody. All right, I'll give it a try. So I liked it and and kind of fell in love with it. And you had some scholarships to uh, play soccer in college, right? And you just you chose football over soccer. Yeah, so I, I played both sports um, for three years in high school and got a scholarship for both. And uh, my senior year, I had to make a decision because they're played in the same season in, in college. So, um, so I it was hard because I, I knew if, once I gave up soccer, I would never play it again because um, or football. So it, it was like uh, you have to sacrifice one. So football is kind of. Uh, was the best scholarship it was was for football. It was 100%. And it was um, D1 team. Uh, so it's, Tulane was a was really once once they offered me, it was an easy decision. The green wave, baby. I'm sure uh, Mardi Gras had nothing to do with it. <laughs> Actually, I had no idea what Mardi Gras was until I got to Tulane. Like no no idea. Uh, the United States didn't celebrate it, and. You know, same thing that we have in Brazil, like the carnival. Uh, so once I learned that, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun for four years, for sure. So, yeah, we went to a – me and Ben went to Ole Miss, so we would go down every year for Mardi Gras. And, I mean, I'm from I'm from Rhode Island, so I had no idea what it was either. And, my mm-hmm. God, those people party for, like, four months straight. Yeah, it's a, it's a mess. It's a – it's a whole week, you know. You just you just hurting, but you got no choice but to do it again the next day. So it's like a marathon, of, you know, just drinking, have a good time, and, uh, and you just got to keep going because once you stop, then it catches up to you, and you just feel miserable. So now, you got to delay the pain. Were you on that team that played Ole Miss? Yeah. Okay, I was at that game. Huh? Funny enough. In the Superdome. Yeah, because that same weekend, I went to the Chiefs-Saints game the next day on Sunday. Oh, really? Yeah, um, yeah. I was trying to do the math and see if you were there at the same time. That's, man, that's, again, small world, brother. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, really my first, like, big game, like, on national TV. Um, well, do you remember if the quarterback was uh, Jeremiah Mazzoli? <laughs> you mean holy Masoli? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I remember. Uh, old yep. Miss had. You mean uh, you mean the so laptop? So few lap- yep. <laughs> <laughs> are you? Are you? Would you consider yourself the best soccer player in the NFL? <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I know uh, Stephen Hauschka um, was a soccer player in college and, and made the switch. I know Graham Gano comes from a, he's a he's half scottish so he comes from a soccer background uh, 
I've played soccer with Caleb Sturgis, um, Eagles kicker before. We we're from the same area in, in Florida, um, and he's a great soccer player. Um, I would actually be really fun to make a team, just NFL specialists. Um, we can even throw some um, tall long snappers in there and, and be goalie defenders. Uh, I feel like we would have a pretty solid team. Yeah, I know uh, Odell Beckham is. Uh, doesn't he claim that he's pretty good at soccer? Yeah, I've I've seen his, his juggling skills and on the social media. It's pretty impressive. You're listed at five eight. I have a hard time believing that. Were you uh, were you wearing heels when the league measured you? I actually got robbed. I'm a five nine five Ooh, eight. Really? And, uh, you know, seven eights. <laughs> that's what, that's what I give myself. Okay. All right. Well, I was I was looking at a picture of you on Instagram next to Travis Kelsey and. I know, man. <laughs> I know. Um, actually, the combine is known for for really destroying people's weight and, and height. Uh, you know, they they definitely uh, humble you there. Uh, everybody sort of get get listed shorter than they actually are at the combine. So, um, and I, they haven't updated my weight too. And I'm proud to say that I'm. Uh, near 180 instead of 160 where i see pretty much everywhere so since <laughs> so you, you put on you put on 20 pounds of muscle then yeah um <laughs> they kind of made me you know after my rookie year rookie year I was about 165 um and then after the season special teams coach you know you got to put on some weight add to the kickoffs so i got up to 180 and that's sort of the the, the weight that i I like playing at. I, mean, I don't like to be any any heavier than that. Yo, so Cairo, are you in? Uh, are you in Kelsey Boys or what? Oh, uh, we. Well, he used to uh, do a lot more stuff uh, early in his career than he. He's. I thought, I think he's matured a lot uh, as far as you know, just putting football first, um, and, and not that he didn't before, but um, I think you know, he he definitely enjoyed. Uh, uh, his time outside football a lot more, but now he's you know he's just he understands that his role that he's one of the best tight ends in the league and and, and yep. it puts football first. Uh, but outside, you know, um, what a guy that you know with all the fame, success, he never forgets you know the little kicker that he used to hang out with or you know any friends that come up to him or that want a picture, just autograph. He he gives attention to everybody, and that's something I, I admire the most in him that he. He doesn't yep. big league people. Yeah, he's and he's a beast too. Uh, so I mean, you guys had to have made fun of him for the show catching Kelsey. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, he. Did you watch, did you watch it? I didn't watch the whole uh, thing. Uh, I kind of I watched like four episodes and uh, and just forgot to keep up with it. Um, and it. Oh, it was, it was I, terrible. I think th- <laughs> <laughs> a girl, uh, a girl well, I went to high school with was one of the contestants. She's one of the final five, and then she took herself off the show, Victoria D'Ambra. Yeah. Really? The first girl to make out with him, actually. I remember talking, talk, we were all with a bunch of us, went to dinner in the off-season in the spring when the show thing just finished. So he told us a bunch of um, awesome stories about it. But, yeah, it's, it is what it is, you know, kind of. Uh, it, it's fun and, and, and it makes it dramatic, but kind of hard to date 50 girls in a, in a short amount of time. 
Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure Andy Reid was a big fan of that, uh, of him, you know, doing that reality TV show. Yeah, definitely didn't didn't like it uh, and didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm I'm actually a big uh, Philadelphia Eagles fan. So Nick Foles was, you know, our old quarterback, and uh, I've heard from people that you know his nickname is Big Dick Nick. Can you confirm or deny any truth behind uh, behind that nickname? I try not to look below the waist in the shower. So, uh, that's eyes on the road, baby. I cannot say that. You know, you kind of you don't want to be caught, you know, looking below the waist. That's kind of a weird <laughs> question, Ben. Just had to ask. Yeah. So, uh, is your you're probably your best friend on the team, Dustin Colquitt? Do you guys have the uh, biggest bromance? Um, I want to say it's even more like, cause every time I go to his house, he has five kids. Biggest kid is a uh, 10 years old and he's like almost my height. So I feel like the kids think I'm like one of, one of them. Like I'm one of, you know, Dustin's kid and you know, even had my rookie year. Um, and you know, I was skinny and, uh, you know, that little guy, and some guys are like, you know, is, it, is that Dustin's son? Like, for real, like, some guys were, were asking <laughs> if, I, <laughs> if I was a, a player's kid. And uh, so I feel like that, you know, with Dustin's experience and, uh, you know, being a dad for so long, he, he is kind of like the, you know, somebody I look up to and on the team just for, for guidance on kind of everything in life. So it's a good point for sure. Now, Cairo, I don't want to give you a big head or anything, but in my fantasy league, you were taken the fifth round. I shit you not. By by you? No, no, not by me. I wish, but um, no, my buddy (laughs) Phil Shack and he goes, who's like, who's the kicker on Casey Santos? I'll take him. I'll do bro. Fifth round. <laughs> how do, yeah, I was gonna, how did that pay off for him? Is he doing pretty good? Uh, well, the kid, the kid's in dead last, so that makes sense. It's probably you're gonna take a kicker, but it's not your yeah. fault though. You're spending for him. Well, you just don't take a kicker in the fifth round. Just you gotta go yeah. for the receiver, what, running backs. What about the Bucks drafting a kicker in the first round? Yeah, that's. Man, that, as a kicker, I would not like that. You know, just it puts a lot of pressure. Being a kicker is already, yeah, it's just there's a lot of already a lot of pressure, and uh, and it's kind of hard to absorb all that. You know, you're expected so much, and and it, it is different from college. You know, different from even preseason in the NFL. It's when regular season starts, and uh, you know, you're you're just on national TV every week and playing in front of seventy thousand fans. Screaming fans, it's it's definitely a different adrenaline. I feel bad for that guy. Like he didn't like miss one kick ever at Florida State, and now he's he's having a pretty god awful year. But well, he and you know, he had a hell of a year, a hell of a game against us uh, last week. He went four for four. I want to. If I was a coach, I'd give him a game ball because he he really came through against us. Yeah, I mean, were he's you and like the only two kickers in the league that didn't uh, miss an extra point that weekend? That was crazy, man. I <laughs> I never seen anything like that. But uh, you know, I don't take it for granted either. You know, because uh, 
it, it can happen to me. You know, extra points are so weird that it, it, you can slightly miss hit a ball and, and not go in and hit the uprights or, you know, just you got to be real, real is it, pure when you, when you hit extra points. Is it really that much harder now? I think it's like a, a rhythm thing. It's like before, you know, if you score a touchdown, like a first touchdown early in the game, you know, you just got a little chip shot, 20 yard or two to fill it out, you know, because you can go through warm-ups and feel great, but like that that first kick, it's um, that's when the adrenaline is, is, is kicking. And it's my my most anxious kick is always the first kick. Yeah. If you now you're lining up for a 33 yarder, uh, which isn't still an easy kick, but things can go wrong. Like you you can miss hit a 20 yarder, ball can go in just fine. But if you miss hit off your foot, you know 33. It um, may not go in, especially it was a windy, really windy uh, week on the East Coast, seemed like. Um, a lot of kicks missed over there. And as I was watching games, and it, that, was, that was nuts. Um, you know, and you saw veteran kickers missing too. So I don't think it's just kickers, you know, definitely the being elements. A, are yeah, I agree. But being a kicker is tough, man, because, I mean, you get – if you, if you miss it, you know, you're the villain and, you know, you got to, it's all the pressure is on you and, you know, and so, I mean, I don't, that's tough, man. Like, uh, I'm a big, Pat, I'm yeah. a big Pat fan, obviously. So I, Adam Vinatieri is the goat of kicking. Would you agree? Yeah, definitely. You know, I, and he, I, we played him a couple of weeks ago and at 43, he's smashing like 60 yarders. Like it's nothing. <laughs> it was, I, I, I want to do that when I'm 43. You're gonna. Here's my prediction. In the in the near future, you're gonna hit a game-winning 47-yarder for the Super Bowl for KC. Let's go. Ooh. Ooh. Man, that that would be first. awesome. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, we gotta gotta get there first. So we'll we'll take it week by week. And uh, but that's that's the goal. And as a kicker, you. You can't hide from moments like that. You know, we had a yep. situation in, against Carolina two weeks ago that, you know, I was literally just like praying for the opportunity, to just you know, because I hadn't hadn't, do, hadn't done it since rookie year to kick a game winner. So you always want to add value to yourself, and then to do that in the Super Bowl, I mean, that's that's the ultimate goal. So yeah, definitely would yep. like the opportunity. So do you feel do you feel bad for Blair Walsh? I do, and I, I know Blair, and I, I followed him since high school, really. He's really? Number one um, kicker coming out of him and Sturgis were number one, two kickers coming out of high school, and uh, and he's so talented. I I think he's he is one of the most talented kickers in the league. Uh, but it's a head game. I think he's just he might, the confidence thing, you know, like um, after that miss that he had, it's a uh, – you know, it's it's a process to 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 get the confidence back. So some some guys get it easier than than others. Um, and but I I think you know he he'll still play in this league for a long time. Is he gonna end up like Gray Finkel? <laughs> I don't know. I, I can see Blair, you know, ending up on a team and then you know, playing the Vikings and you know, winning games against the Vikings. You, know, you just see situations like that where. You know, they oh, be the best. thought of a, a great kicker and then comes back and, you know, and, and does something great against the team. So 
Yeah. Kicker. Yep. So you guys play in like the toughest division in football. I mean, you got the Raiders, you got the Broncos. Um, I mean, who do you who do you see you guys like having to go through to you know get to the playoffs? You think the Raiders are for real? Yeah, I think they're they're the guys. No, we beat them once at their place, and if we can uh, take care of business here at home against them on Thursday night coming up, uh, that would be a key. But really, we can't look past the Broncos either. Uh, they're right up in there, and we got two Sunday night games against them. So uh, from now on, every every game is a playoff game. Absolutely. Yeah, you're playing in Denver this weekend, so. That's where I live. You know, if you've got any extra tickets that you want to flow me, I'll be here. So, man, you got to run away from the NFL. Look at that. We don't get tickets for away games. That's, I think Ooh. it's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Well, I, you yeah. know, I'd be right there on the sideline rocking a Cairo jersey. So, <laughs> you might get booed a lot in my high. <laughs> Probably so. Denver, Denver's a bunch of frauds this year. Like, I think you guys are going to roll them. We'll see, man. We, we've had uh, – yeah, we we beat them pretty good last time. We played at their place, uh, but we lost – also we've lost uh, a bunch of games. So it's – I think it can be – just go either way. It's going to be a, it's a good Sunday night game. Wow, you're too, too nice, man. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what what has been the bigger accomplishment in your career, making seven field goals in one game, or uh, we noticed that you won an Emmy recently? I think the one that you can enjoy the most is uh, the game winner, uh, just because it, it, it's like a team win. You know, we had offense, defense, and special teams contributing, and you come out with a win, you know, that – Individually, going for seven for seven that game, uh, breaking the fr- franchise record, uh, you f- definitely feel like you did a heck of a job, but you can't celebrate it because we lost the game um, against Cincinnati. So you, the one you can enjoy the most, and it's going to kind of be down there deep in the memories, it, it, it's the game winner. All right, well, we've got a uh, we've got a new segment that we're going to introduce on the show. It's called Over Under. Zulo and I are both like pretty big degenerate gambler i don't know about yourself you don't have to admit this on you know on the show we won't tell roger um we'll play a little game called a kicker gambling he's betting money on the chiefs he's got a game winner he shanks it wide right that's gonna look a little suspicious yeah i don't even play fantasy for that reason i i didn't want like you know i'm playing monday night and the dude I'm playing against has me as a kicker. And if I make the kick, you know, I win in real life, but lose in fantasy. So it's, I, I don't want to think about the situation. So I, I'm, I'm not a fantasy guy. <laughs> That's so true, man. I could yeah. kick and go to the playoffs or make it no. in my fantasy season. Yeah, that happened. Uh, I, I did play, um, I played, uh, my rookie year, I think, and we're playing against somebody. I had their quarterback, and he tore us up, and I, I got a lot of points on fantasy, but lost the game in real life. So that was a weird feeling. It didn't feel good, so I stopped playing. Are there a lot of guys yeah. in the league that play fantasy? We don't talk about it much. Like, I don't see yeah. guys, like, updating their team, like, or asking, you know, for advice. You know, I'd, you don't see a whole lot of players playing. Over under four and a half donuts every morning for Andy Reid. Over. 
I, I would agree with you. Uh, over <laughs> under 38 hand grenades while living in New Orleans. That I've consumed? Mm-hmm. Consumed, yes. <laughs> um, 38. Uh, I'm going to go under. Those things destroy you. What a, a, what a weird line. question. Ben, what a weird question. Over under 38 hand grenades. Where'd you come up with that number, first of all? <laughs> it, it took me a little time to come up with that line, but I think it's a pretty good line. I don't think oh, I agree possible. with this segment either. It's, uh, it's about 10 a year. Oh, I might have to overthink that again. Uh, I'll, I'll go under. I'll go under. Go under? Okay. Yeah. Uh, over under five and a half times per week that Don Terry Poe eats barbecue. Man, I'm going to go under. He, I think it's more of a, a fried chicken guy. Like, we we get a fried chicken pretty much every every Friday. Um, yeah, so probably under. People don't so know, but favorite? Kansas City actually has, like, the best barbecue out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what's your favorite barbecue spot in Kansas City? It's one called Jack Stack. It's uh, probably my favorite it's closest to my house, to be honest. And uh, I'm not very picky, picky either. I'm kind of if it's close and it's good, I'm I'm there. I think that that does it for our questions. Zula, you got any more? Yeah, you like the uh, you go out in the P and L district out there in KC? Uh, not a whole lot. Uh, I, sometimes I think it. Westport in in, uh, in Kansas City has been kind of more popular area. So PNL is fun. They have a, a great atmosphere there. Yeah, two of my two of my fraternity brothers are from Kansas City, so I've been down there a few times, and it's fun, man. Like, I didn't think I, I didn't even know like that was a place, and we got there and we had a blast. Yeah, it's a great concept because it's just like a block with a bunch of bars. So you just you can be in one area and visit like bars and feel like you're. You know, just partied your whole life. Reliving the glory days, baby. Love it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, awesome. so I think that, um, yeah, that's, uh, that wraps us up. Carl, you're, you're the man, dude. We really, we really do appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, really do, man. Uh, it's my pleasure. It was a lot of fun. This is a lot, a lot different from a previous radio show that I've done. So it's, uh, you guys keep it real fun. Yeah, we just, you know, we keep it a little, you know, casual. We don't have to get too serious. <laughs> You know, especially yeah. coming off yeah, online vendor and stuff. Yeah, we we already deal with too many serious stuff at work anyway, so we gotta gotta keep it fun. Yeah, yeah, and that's you know, so that's uh that's funny that you know Dan though. That's uh that is really funny that <laughs> Dan we call him <laughs> we actually call him Dan Bilzerian. <laughs> He's the man. I love that kid. He's awesome. He's hilarious. Oh yeah. Awesome, well, man. Well, thanks, yeah. thanks for coming on the show. Um, good luck this weekend against the Broncos. If you find any tickets, I'm still available. <laughs> Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Um, hopefully we'll, we'll do it again. Anytime. Carl, we'd, we'd love to have you come back on the show. So that was Cairo Santos kicker for the Kansas City Chiefs. Thanks Cairo. All right. Thank you guys. That interview with Cairo Santos was brought to you by Shinesty, the only clothing Stevie Wonder could see. Shinesty has everything from ugly Christmas sweater suits to ski onesies to NFL licensed team suits. Go check out their antics and ridiculous clothing at Shinesty.com. That's S-H-I-N-E-S-T-Y.com. Use the promo code HASH for 15% off your first order. You may like the way you look, but we do not guarantee it. Hey, what's up? This is Kyra Santos, kicker for the Kansas City Chiefs, and you're listening to Hash It Out.